What what's up? I blew that one. Good song though. Uh, it is May twentieth. It is uh, what Jordan, uh, who does the music, he's got this as like Swagger Week, Jay, like Confidence Week. Oh wow! Songs that make you walk with a little extra uh, swag. I guess. Stand up straight. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You got it. Yeah. So I mean, he's one for one for me. This is a good song. Oh yeah, I mean this is one of our uh, in, in one of our OG group chats. This this song was super popular for a while, um, just because one of our friends would intentionally mess up the lyrics instead of saying "Oh well," he said "Oh whale." <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's that was one of, that that's one of my favorite old group chat drops. Oh yeah. Um, with with the music symbols and everything, and it's all caps. Oh well, symbolic. you can tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that Aloe Black hit it quick. He he had a couple joints out there. Yeah, that that's not even cool. my favorite Aloe Black song, right? Um, favorite Aloe Black. Had... Okay, go. Your favorite Aloe Black song is what I was saying. Yeah, go. That's what I realized. Yeah, it's go. The song Go by the Go, Go, Goes by Aloe Black. Go, 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 go. No, it's I Need a Dollar from that old HBO show. I need money, money, dollar, that's all I need. Hey, hey. Um, Yeah, and I think it's it's ironical. This is a good song. It used to be the intro for that How to Make It in America HBO. Yeah. Well, you, so this is your favorite as well? Uh, no, I think he had another one that was pretty popular too. I'm I'm blanking on the name of it. I, I I'm I'm not rating my Al Black. I like what he puts out. I think he's the classic. Like, twenty years from now, there'll be like, whoa, Aloe Black is playing at uh, Toads in New Haven, and you're. And your kids would be like, who's Aloe Black? I've never heard of that guy. And we'd be like, he's really talented, okay? Like, I, I feel like my mom does that with musicians. And someone like Aloe Black is exactly who I do that to. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I don't listen to his tunes, but I'm always going to remember, like, those songs ripped. Um, and he's, like, talented in them. He's, like, singing. It's not just, like, they're poppy. Um, yeah. I guess uh, that second one, the one you like, has a little poppy element to it. So um, does the man. The man. Um, but, uh, yeah. It, no, says, our, it uh, says his next most biggest song, uh, according to plays on Spotify, is Carry You Home. Is that the next one you like? Mm, maybe. I'm not a words guy. Um, 
But I, I think it's funny that uh, we, we open with this when Nick Proach is bachelor party. <laughs> Saying that for five minutes. <laughs> okay, there it is. Everybody knows. That's what you've been trying to get out? Yeah. Yes. Yes, because he, he's the one that started that joke in the group chat. But oh, I thought that was uh, Matt. No. No, that's that's been a that's a day one procher. Um but uh yeah, we'll we'll be in Austin for, for part of this week's JJR and Jordan tied it together without even knowing. Um, I won't, but you will. Uh well, you fly down Friday. People yeah, could be listening then, right? Yeah, but we're gonna record on Thursday. Yeah. But, but you're gonna be have a travel week coming up. They could be listening then. Um yeah, a little bit. I, I go down to Dallas Wednesday, um, staying with my old roommate down there. Uh, visit slash a lot cheaper flight because it was Memorial Day, and then, um, but yeah, gonna gonna be a fun little uh, little Memorial Day weekend. That's that's Memorial what this week's Day. building towards. Yeah, yeah, summer. It's getting too hot for me already. Nice. It's just too hot. I got to put the air conditioners in. That's got to be something I got to do. But like sleeping last night sucked. Woke up sweaty. I hate yeah. that. Hate no, that's that. a bad time. Yeah. So I need the I need the ACs and there. No blankets and sweaty. You Not, got the AC units? Yeah, I think we put them in storage. I just need to put them in. But I think we might be the units that we had in this house last summer were basically like uh, airplane engines. Right. Lo- loudest thing in the world. <laughs> right. Like disturbingly loud when you were sleeping because they would reboot in the middle. So I need to go find those and then get rid of the bad ones and get new good ones that are quieter. Sort through them. Yeah. Yeah. Watching uh, Sports Center or whatever this Greenberg show is for the first time. Oh. Where? What? What is that? Not first take. That's uh. Get up. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Is it is the old basketball coach on part of this panel? They mix it up. They they have guests set up. The old basketball coach. <laughs> Thibodeau is who I think he looks like, but I have no idea. Yeah, he could be there. They they let him talk sports sometimes. Who, Tommy Tibbs. They got him at a sideward yeah, it is him. They got him at He's like got a, a bad look. They got him at a sideward's angle and he's a front front on only guy yeah so where they got richard jefferson front on and he's in any angle he looks good guy so they're playing they're they're doing tibbs real dirty with this yeah tibbs tibbs is thicker than you think his face has some different angles and the hair is pretty brutal yeah he, he, Um, he he looks like an 80 year old like he has the ears the hairline and the jowls of like an 80 year old but then when you get front front on he looks like a normal 50-something-year-old. Front on, pretty normal. The side, he's got like a, a real-sized like penguin from Batman. <laughs> yeah, yes, almost. yes, yeah. Which is rude, but honest. So they're doing him dirty on this show. Uh, so and I was, I was listening to it for a little bit, and I was like, jeez. Yeah. Do we sound like that? I don't know. Maybe. And then the Sports Center call I, I already tweeted about. It was so weird. Yeah. So weird. All right. How was your weekend, Jake, overall? My weekend, James. Oh, it was good. It was really quiet. Um, 
I uh, I was getting made fun of by a couple people I talked to this weekend because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm taking it easy this weekend. Got a big weekend coming up. Um, and they're like, oh, you're you're at that point of your life? <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. Um, so really didn't do much. Um, spent a lot of time with the girl and the dog. Um, watched some Yankees baseball. And then... Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Sunday's pretty much a, a work day for me. Um, I don't think Friday, did did do anything on Friday? I don't think so, no. Um, yeah, didn't, didn't really leave the perimeter of the complex, um, but that was also kind of the goal. So, um, I, I don't know, going back to Friday, my word. Um, Yankees walk off. That was yeah. really exciting. Going back to Friday on Monday is the hardest thing I I it's the hardest thing I have to do on a regular basis in my life right now. No, it's nuts. It's because you spend or the majority of people send, spend the first half of Friday to try to get through that part of Friday cuz you get to the best part. You get to basically the second best day of the week, Friday afternoon. And then by the time you've lived Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're like, I, I don't know, Friday? Yeah. I was just, just trying to get through that to get to that. Um, tattoo that on your skin. But, um, Oh, fuck. Shit. Oh, a couple cusses. What's going on? I just looked at the results of the bet of the day from Friday, and I'm so mad I agreed with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. Pissed off the gods on that one, and that's fine. Um, All right, what's your number for Friday? Uh, Urshela walk-off, good time, sold a couple Urshela shirts. That was cool. Uh, six and a half. Nice. Worse than your Thursday when you got to go to the play. Yeah. Nice. I'm at a 7.1 on Friday. Urshela. Good Friday. It was nice out. I think I cooked some food. I grilled maybe. I forget what I did. But I know I had a good time. And then uh, the walk-off. I mean, the walk-off, CeCe yelling, it's like a content dream, that game. You got to be careful with those Friday ones. You're, you're going to say, oh, I'm, I'm confident I had a good time Friday. And then you're going to remember like, oh, a cat cornered me in the alley and took my wallet. No, because I got, I got, my, I got bikes, so I started riding my bike around town. Right. That was like a nice feeling. It was, was all nice. good. I had a good week last week. Two, three sevens in a row. Big week. You, that you haven't had a seven in a month, man. Summertime's coming. Wow, you haven't had a seven in a long time. Feel bad for you. Yeah, should <laughs> should see what I should see what I look at all day. <laughs> me? Yeah. That was a joke about how you have to look at me and it makes you your days bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's right past my computer. There's a flower pot. I hate it. Uh, gross. Just got a whiff of Zim. Not good. Did he poop? Fart. No, 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 no. It was a breath. His breath. Ah. Well, weird how you can just like, the brain throws me for a loop all the time. Okay, let's talk. Let's deep dive on that. Joe Rogan style. It's got like a whiff of brain, a whiff of, <laughs> a whiff of scent. And immediately I could know if it was like my dog's fart, shit, breath. Or right. skin. Like, he emits four different smells, and it takes less than 
a quarter of a second for my brain to process it and understand it. You've got some smells too. Sure. Not right now. I mean, I just breath showered. breath is right near your nose. Body odor, you know that smell. A yeah, it's, fart. It's, it's more the brain being able to process things so fast than a shot at Zim. Oh, I wasn't saying a shot at Zim. Oh. I'm, I'm giving your your brain kudos. Your brain's smelling you all day. It knows Zim smells. Knows I gotta go get him food. We have to get him this really expensive food, otherwise he shits and throws up everywhere. And yeah, it's really expensive. But whatever. That's what I used to tell tell my old company when I was getting dinners on the road. Got to get these good dinners. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'll just shit myself. I worked as a uh, <clears throat> I worked as a PA, a production assistant for this mm-hmm. camera crew that was for working. Got hired by Verizon to take films of uh, San Francisco for the Super Bowl when I was in San Francisco. So it was uh, like a producer, which was my buddy, a cameraman, which is like a freelance camera guy, uh, a freelance boom mic, and then me, the assistant. And the four of us for four days just walked around San Francisco filming ancillary shit, just like the sun setting. or B-roll. B-roll, yeah. We were filming B-roll. That's what we were doing. Getting paid crazy money. My only job for the 10-hour days was to get lunch for people. My only job, Jake. For lunch for the other three people, and my buddy was the like producer, and he, and I I that was like day five. There's not a lot of place left. We'd been to every place, and I offered. Right. I was like, "Let's get this sandwich place." And he was like, "Oh no 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 no! Don't do that." I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because this lunch is being paid for by the company, so you have to find somewhere expensive. Otherwise, our crew's gonna hate you." And I was like, yeah. "Okay." That's crazy. I mean, it makes sense. Perks, perks but I just... Job. Sandwiches are better than everything we went and got. I would have right. rathered a sandwich. Right. You didn't get the vote, though. You're just the lunch getter. No. It was... Uh, you should have lied. You should have said, like, yo, it's this gourmet sandwich place. You'll never have something like this. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, these are pretty good. Yeah, I should have. What, what is that? A vinaigrette? So, that was a weird experience because you see how much money. I don't think any of the shots we filmed got used. And uh, I was the lowest man on the totem pole. I got paid 300 bucks a day. Like crazy money that Verizon yeah. spent. And we were one of four crews getting B-roll, Jake. Don't tell Verizon. You know who I, you know who I got to hang out with that weekend? I remember this now vaguely that you got you got to see some some celebrities. Did you see, it wasn't like JJ Watt. It was yeah, it was, was JJ Watt. Yeah, JJ nice. Watt, uh, Nick Mangold. Right. He we filmed him eating cheese. Mm. Some actress that's super pretty that I forget who. I remember that. And then this girl that people would know from the challenge. She's kind of trashy on the challenge. Okay. Uh. I wish I could say her name right now. She was working for Verizon just as like a part-time worker. And I was like, I know who you are, but I, but I couldn't place it. She's a huge thigh tattoo. I couldn't think of it. And then, a, and then a bunch of YouTubers that people would know rolled through. So that was kind of cool. That. You're, you're, you're lining up to be on the other side of that fence. Yeah, right? No. 
Oh, a YouTuber thing? Not really. But that was a cool weekend. Got paid a lot of money to do nothing. Literally nothing. Got lunches, dude. It's huge. I, that's not my, for 10 hours. Those, those people would have starved. Oh, and want to know another stupid story from that time? The, my cameraman, yes. whose also name was Jimmy, which was crazy because there's a four-man crew and two of us were Jimmy. He asked me to go get him uh, like a coffee with light sugar. So that's such a oh, up-in-the-air order. So I tell Yeah, the that bur- means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah, so I tell the coffee people, and I'm like, I fucking hope they do the light sugar part. So they didn't. So I had to put the sugar in. Ooh. So I'm guessing like what's I drink my coffee black. So I've right. I've never dabbled with sugars or cream. Like I don't know the normal amount. I don't know the I don't know what light or heavy is. So right. I put what for me would be light sugar. So he took a sip and was like, "Did they even put any sugar in this?" And I was like, "I don't know. They were pretty weird there." <laughs> yeah, you should have seen these guys. <laughs> a bunch like, of sugar Nazis. I was yelling at them. Uh, yeah, I was yelling at them. I was like, "More sugar, dicks!" They're like, "Oh, we hey, can't." Hey, we, we love can't. sugar in our coffee, so put more in there. <laughs> but what? A, I was such a, w- a tough spot for me. I was like, "I don't know what the amount of sugar that you consider light is." And and that's you know when I initially got into the coffee game, I I did. I basically had dessert coffees, um, and yeah, I mean, if, if someone told me that now, I I probably wouldn't even get it. I'd just pretend to forget and be like, oh, dude, totally forgot. <laughs> 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 so in, instead of insulting their sugar usage, I would just straight forget their coffee. <laughs> there you go. That was my one job. And and that cameraman Jimmy, he also the day before the his job before the Verizon Super Bowl was a billion a millionaire paid him to film a music video of their like thirteen year old just like the Friday Friday yeah. that type of nonsense and he said it was awful <laughs> it was like it's an investment <laughs> yeah yeah so there you go that's what I did uh, I'm trying to find out if I can find this girl's name but I can't. And I don't think anyone Maria. No, she's from Boston. Real gross accent. Thigh tattoo. She thought she was very cool. All right, let's move on to... Nice. Yeah, she was kind of annoying. Let's move on to... The Tri-State News. The Yankees took two of three from the Rays, two extra inning games, and one laugher. Good job, the Yankees. The Mets got swept by the Marlins. The Marlins hadn't won three games in a row all season. And they swept the Mets, and Mickey Calloway's job seems to be very much on the line. And Robinson Cano, I think, is public enemy number one or two. I don't know, but DeGrom had a bad start, just a bad weekend. Taco Fall is working out for the Knicks, Jake. They're excited. They're really hoping he slips to the 55th pick. And uh, his workout was scheduled for today, but it got postponed due to travel issues. The next Manning has started his prep to replace Daniel Jones in 2030. His name is Arch. After his grandpop, Arch Manning made his varsity debut as a freshman. He threw three touchdowns in the game. Fordham and Mammoth were... Fordham and Mammoth were both eliminated from the NCAA tournament, recording zero wins against zero teams. Against four teams. 
Is that the Monmouth Mammoth sneaking in there? Yeah, got me. They can they threw me for a loop there. It's a uh, classic joke I used to do when people would told me they were replying to Monmouth. Go, oh, the Mammoths, nice. And they'd be like, you know they're not that. And I go, well, no, it's the Monmouth Mammoths. Don't be dumb. They should be that. Yeah. It's the biggest no brain. It's the biggest mascot miss of all colleges. I'll go out. I'll send a hot take this early. Wow. The biggest mascot miss of all colleges. Good for you, Jake. The ability that you for you to be able to just come out and say that. I'm really happy for you. Thanks, Jim. Um. What do you what do you like here? I know you're jonesing to talk about the Mets because that's been that's been a that's been a burden on you. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. It's there. I mean, the Marlins not winning three in a row. That's funny on the Marlins side of things. Like, yeah, they're so bad. They won three games in a row. And now the other team has to fire their manager. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Jimmy, maybe that was part of it. Maybe they were so fed up with Callaway that they were like, yo, Marlins, we're going to let you guys have these because you guys suck so bad that they have to fire them, right? Yeah. I, I have a – I think if Brody is confident in his team and himself, he has to fire Mickey Callaway. And if he lets Mickey stay, I think he's – a little nervous it's his fault Ooh, interesting is that a hot um, take um i don't know i think i i think what's interesting because all right so the mets has callaway what's callaway's like biggest fault so far the team like, is uninterested in playing games right so that's it's been like the Cano not running stuff out. There was, was there another one of those? Did someone else not run something out or? It's been Cano. That was a double play, same like Brett Gardner did uh, earlier this right. year. But I I think I mean Jake they didn't score any runs versus the 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 Marlins. Right. Like they just look lackluster altogether. Yeah, I I guess that's just what's kind of weird for me because it's it's this Met reputation or whatever, and I don't know. Like every team is gonna have bad series. Um, I mean, the Yankees lost two out of three to the White Sox, and now we've won nine out of ten series in a row. Um, so I I don't know. I know the Marlins are bad. Um, the the thing that's just bizarre to me. Is I mean it, it's it's still early. Like you've been mentioning, their their pitchers haven't been as great as they can be. I know the Mets have had these pitchers for a few years now, and it hasn't led to anything. But still, like Syndergaard has not had a good start to the season, and like you can't, you know, that turns into our what can you blame on coaches? Like I'm not blaming that on Mickey Callaway. Like that's on Noah. Um, so I don't know. I know the running running stuff out is bad but also normally that just gets looked on as the player and Cano already has kind of a little bit of a rap for that um I don't know man the the part that's bizarre is just the media the media is saying straight up like are you firing him today or tomorrow <laughs> it's like whoa um like I, I'm almost wondering if like Callaway has more so just 
straight up lost the media. Because, like, I think if he was well-liked by the media, I don't think they'd be doing this stuff. Yeah, well, I don't know, though. That's kind of the game they play in New York. I'm trying to figure it out now, Jake. They haven't w- they've won one series in their last, I think, 15 series. Wait, have they not won a series this season? Okay, so they they won a series versus the Marlins. Then they lost a series to the Nationals. Split a series with the Twins, so it's not a win. Law, uh, okay, so then they they won a series versus Atlanta. But so that was in April 12th. Since April 12th, I think they've won one series, and it was a two-game set versus the Marlins. So it's not just this three games. Mm. Um, that's bad. Lost to the Phillies, lost to the Cardinals. Beat the Phillies, so there's one. Lost to the Bucks. Lost to Cincinnati or split with Cincinnati. Lost to Milwaukee. Lost to the Padres. Lost to the Nationals. Yeah, they've been bad. Do you call the Pirates the Bucks? What? Do you call the Pirates the Bucks? Um. Well, here's the thing. I did, but I but it's. I did, but I I had the wrong Pennsylvania team. Okay. So <laughs> I thought. It was Pirates, and I called them the Bucks knowingly. Right. That's They get called that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I was, I was, it's like cool that you called them that. I had never like heard you say that. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't think you'd do that. But it was actually the Phillies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, out. you pointing out my cool thing actually okay. blew it. Well, I'm sorry because I was pointing out because it was cool. <laughs> I was like, nice, man. Calling the Pirates the Buckos. That's nice. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I. And I, I don't know. For me, it just turns into perception. And, I mean, it's still mid-May. We're sneaking up on June 1. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's you're the Mets. What were your real expectations? Um, and, you know, we, we wanted them to compete and be a little better than this. Um, I mean, how, how far off from 500 are they? Are they, like, two good series away from 500 or no? They are 20 and 25. So the two sweeps away? So not really. Yeah, they're they're like, uh, I mean, they're still a good week away from being close to 500, which again, I mean, if you're the Mets, like uh, that has to be somewhat realistic that you guys could land in that 500 area. Um, but so but has I, Mickey Calloway done good? Like, no. Are you, but I mean, but, even last year, like it, what are the arguments for keeping him? Besides, it's a bad look to fire your manager midseason. Like, what What else? Well, that's I, the I, thing. So, it's, not even, it's not even midseason. It's like a quarter of a season, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, you got to factor in last year as well. Right. Um, and, I, I mean, I think that's kind of the overlaying thing, thing here is that Brody Van GM comes, and we, you see it more with football teams because there's a lot more, <laughs> I mean, strategy and play calling and what your team looks like. Um, that depends with the coach and the system and all that. Uh, for baseball, uh, you you still want your guy Brody Van GM. Part part of the extension of how he gets measured is how good his manager and his team is. Um, so this yeah. isn't his manager he's picked. So he's going to want to bring in his guy at some point. So that makes you wonder. You know, is Brody Van GM pumping some of this through the media? I mean, not necessarily because the Mets have been bad. I'm not saying that. But um, I don't know. It's it's not Brody's guy, so I think it's 
I unless the Mets were playing really good, it it could turn out that this was going to be an, a sword for Mickey Callaway to fall on either way. Yeah. Do you, and I don't, I haven't I wish I was more tuned into this. I haven't like been tuning into what people are saying or Twitter saying. Should ask our Mets friends more. But if Mickey Callaway's conf or if if Brody's Cal Brody is confident with the talent he has on the field, right? Yeah. And I think he said that. Like, we have the pieces to win. We have the hitters. Then what's the problem? It's motivation. So if he... Unless he... So he could just think it's just a little slide. But there's a part where it comes into play where he keeps Mickey around because that's a shield from him. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and that that's uh, I I think that's absolutely right, and I I think it's the um, what, what's the phrasing I'm looking for? But yeah, you you know Brody Van GM can kind of get his feet wet this year and get get a couple bodies in that he likes, and then um yeah, at the end of the year he said, yeah, you know we we got a new manager now, and I'm a year in on the job, and let's do this. So you're right, he he can uh, I mean. <laughs> he, I, I talked about how insane the media is asking questions like, literally, when are you going to fire this dude? And, hey, when you have Mickey Calloway there, they're going to ask those questions about Mickey Calloway and not about Brody Van GM. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so say they get swept again, Jake. Is he out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... I, because, I mean, if, if they get swept again, they're what? They're 20 and 28. Um, and the media is just too loud. Like, uh, this is where, uh, like, media becomes a serious factor, and uh, obviously New York as a part of it, but the media already is too loud. Yeah. Um, we're, we're good. We're very friendly with Brian Hoke, who's a beat reporter for uh, MLB for the Yankees. And I, I haven't told you this, but next time we chat with him, one of my questions wants to is when when you hear all these rumors like New York media is hot or New York media is intense. Uh, oh, you're not going to be able to handle the New York media. He's a part of the New York media. Like, does he think that's a warranted thing? Is it a badge of pride? Is it embarrassing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what does the New York media think about their reputation? I think some guys definitely like double down on it, like, yeah, blah, blah, we're dicks. But yeah, Brian's yeah. like, Brian's a pretty level-headed, like nice guy. So I wonder what his thoughts are on like this whole concept, which is correct that New York media is more brutal or yeah, North, there's def- Northeast there's def- media. There's definitely this middle area that like, you're right. There's definitely people that lean in and are like, I'm New York media. I'm going to ask, when are you firing Mickey Calloway? Yeah. And then, and then I think there's, there's other, and I, I part of the reason probably why Brian Hoke so respected, is that you can do that in in other ways while still being intense and asking a real question. Like I, I'm I'm trying to think of a way to phrase it, and I have a bad brain, but like you could ask Brody Brody Van GM, like, hey, you know, you didn't hire Mickey Callaway. The Mets are struggling this season. Um, is there any like is there a need to get your own guy in there? And I I think. I, I think there's definitely some lines around there. But, yeah, we, we should ask the hoaxer. Yeah. So they they have a four-game set coming up with uh, Nationals. 
who aren't playing great themselves. Uh, they haven't won two games. They've only run won two games in a row once in the month of May. So they haven't put together any winning streak. They wow, look at this, Jake. The Nationals. Oh, this is perfect. The Nationals also have not won three games in a row this season. Nice. So if they win three in a row versus the Mets, that's Fire City. Yeah. That's you gotta revamp everything. Fire City. I'm now I'm rooting for mayhem. I like that about you. Like I want I want the Nationals to win the first game. Nice solid win. Wash Nationals win the second game, blow the Mets out. And everyone's like, if they win three in a row, it's donezo for Mickey Callaway. So then that third game, Jake, I want it to go extra, 16 innings. Mets take the lead three times. Nationals come back. Mets show a lot of spunk, a lot of heart, but they end up losing. Nationals win, and and it's like a walk-off wild pitch, and that, that seals the fate. <laughs> like, okay, there's the third loss. It doesn't matter how it happened. Mickey's gone. Whoa. Um, that was better writing than Thrones this season. Yeah, I'll I'll watch that with you, I guess. All right. You got anything on uh, Arch Manning? Dude, saw the highlights. Saw the highlights and had just one of those uh, one of those weird moments you don't feel in life until you get older. Um, <laughs> you know, seeing seeing another generation of Manning is like holy shit. Um, you know, it's what our dads felt when they saw Peyton and Eli. Uh, cause yeah. they watched Archie Manning. Uh, so yeah, man, it's, uh, it's also cool. Cause I think one of the underrated things about sports are just mannerisms and the kid moves like a Manning brother. Yeah. Cause that's how Mannings move. Um, it's Vlad Guerrero jr. Having the same, a similar swing as his dad, not as violent, a little more beef on Vladdy jr. But, um, yeah, I mean it's it's bizarre. It's a young Yep, it's one of the Manning kids playing football. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, for anyone that doesn't know, it's uh Cooper. It's Cooper Manning's right. son, Arch Manning. The wealthiest so. Manning, right? Yeah, I think so. He's like Yeah. He uh he was gonna be a top wide receiver prospect, but had some growth stunted in his arm or something like that. Yeah. Now he's an oil guy, I think, right? Yeah, there was that article that or came energy. out. There's an article where he was like, people think Peyton's so smart. Peyton thinks investing in Papa John's is good business. He's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Whoa, easy. (laughs) Calm down, Coop. Calm down. Sick talking about your brothers yet or what? Yeah. Don't diss quarterbacks so much when that's your son's dream. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Uh, What's next, Jake? Do you want to do anything else? Taco Fall to the Knicks. Give me five a five-word review on Taco Fall to the Knicks. Tall guy. Teams will try. <laughs> oh, a poem. It's a little haiku. Poem. Actually. Happened to be a poem. <laughs> if they draft him like 50, like second round pick, do you care? Uh, no, I mean, it, it's something you excite yourself about because it's, it's a tall guy that if you can line him up the right way, it's, it's every coach's dream. I think I did this a while back when we were talking about the tournament. It's literally, 
there's not a coach that sees a guy like that and thinks like, I can't, I can't use this guy. They're like, no, you, if you give me the tools, I can do everything. I'm a good coach. Um, so yeah, give me that monster, man. I, I bet know, my that. house Taco Fall isn't a good NBA player. No, he can't move. Um, I bet. I bet my house he's not in the league for two years. Uh, don't do that, because again, what I just said about coaches. Uh, okay. I mean, Taco okay. Fall will end up on like seven teams because there will be another coach every time that's like playing. Time. I can use that guy. Like he's not getting playing time in the NBA. I don't think so. Um, but. At, <laughs> it doesn't seem like the league is going the way of Taco Fall. Um, may, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, yeah, he's he's too tall. He's a nice kid. We're rooting for him. Um, I'm kind of not now that I put my house on the line. Oh no, Jimmy! That's my house or Taco Fall. So yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's move on. Brooks Kepka wins the PGA tournament. Everyone's favorite bro almost had a melt job to remember. Got down to one shot lead at one point. Uh, Jimmy, your sharks, buddy. Um, got the old whooping on from the St. Louis Blues. Now the sharks have the blues. <laughs> Jim, you'll actually like this, which I think um, comes out of left field. The Timberwolves sign Ryan Saunders to be their next head coach, 33. He's the son of Flip Saunders, who used to be the, the head coach of the team, so that's kind of cool. Toronto wins in double overtime. Uh, Milwaukee is still up 2-1 in that series. We had a bad call, foul call to foul Giannis out late. Golden State's up 3-0. Uh, who could have seen this coming? Us and Joe Madden with a protest, fake protest, and a Cubbies game. Good stuff, Jake. Thanks, Jim. Someone said there was Packers news. But... I didn't. I tried to Google it, and they said there was. I couldn't find anything. So anyway, so I don't know what. I don't know what it was. Chad, let me know what the Packers news is if you're still in the chat. I think you got got. Well, I think, I think was, Chad just wanted his Packers shout out. Uh, um, all right, Brooks Kapka wins the PGA. Almost blew up. Like just was using like big clubs and overshooting, and then missed an easy putt. That was that was cool. But he ends up winning. Good for him. Yeah, he uh, – uh, we, we've done a lot of reporter talk so far. Um, one of the reporters asked them, which is, which is a brutal question. Um, they asked him, like, is, is there any doubt on Saturday night? They asked him, is there any doubt that you're going to win this tournament? And, like, you, you can't say no because that makes you sound soft as hell. And I think even if you give, like, a generic plain Jane answer, like, well – you know, I've got a big lead, but these guys are, there's a lot of good golfers behind me. Like, that's still kind of soft. So he went with it, and he said, like, yeah, no doubt. Um, so then it started to get tight. Um, he was missing a lot of shots. Luckily, you saw, A, how nasty that course is because the winds picked up and guys were just spraying balls. They looked like, 
they looked like your your regular Sunday golfers out there just knocking it all over the yard. Um, but man, pressure golf is a lot different <laughs> than just regular golf. Um, and he ends up he ends up walking away with some like ridiculous achievements because he had that giant. Um, he had the giant lead which there, people were saying all this good stuff and they were talking about him setting records and then he ends up walking away and it's like, the only guy to win a major who had four straight bogeys in his final round. <laughs> it's like, well, that's that's pretty backhanded there. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Guys, guys were spraying it all over. That's got to be an awful feeling. The fact he could still recover and do it um, is good because it would have been an all-time melt. Yeah. Sharks are melting down. Ice is melting. Blues win in game five. They're up three to two now on the series. Bad game for the Sharks. Blues just took it to them. Do you know what we said? If they either come out from that hand pass and they're angry or they're beaten, they've been angry ever since. Like they came out like Gates out of hell. Game uh, four, game five, they stayed with it. So we'll see how it goes, but. Sharks have been in a worse place this postseason already, down 3-1. Yeah. So, I mean, you win tomorrow, you force game seven, and then and then all hands are up in the air, so who cares? So, what can happen in a game seven, Jim? One team w- will win. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they say anything can happen, but not anything. You see my hands right now? Yeah, you kind of, uh, I don't I kinda, know what happened there. I kind of got caught in this weird, look at this. Got a weird hand got position. Caught in a moment. I think that that's bad news for your sharks. This is brutal. I feel you've trapped. Been, uh, you've, been, you've been confident and pure about your sharks, and then you land in that <laughs> I was stance? crazy. I just got caught like an idiot with my hands just all limped. It looked like you had like arm paralysis for a little bit there. I looked like how Bran from Game of Thrones would talk. Yeah. Just a complete I- weirdo. That's a that's a tough look. Sharks are done. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. All right. That was a tough break. Yeah, they used up their ref uh, ref money a little too early in this one. Ryan Saunders, dude, this guy's thirty three years old and he's supposed to be taken seriously by society. That blows my mind. Yeah, because I'm thirty, and I can't imagine anyone. I can't imagine like I don't know. That's just nuts. It's uh, I I think it's cool. Look, he's got the family thing going. Like Flip Saunders is like the most respected man <laughs> in Minnesota, arguably. Such a cooler um, name than Ryan Flip. Yeah, maybe maybe he's uh, maybe he'll get a nickname like Flap, Flip and Flap Saunders. Flop. Well, if he's bad, they will definitely call him Flop Saunders. Flop Saunders, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a headline waiting. Gotta to watch ring. out for that. Can't become flop. Maybe that'll be his motivation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Family when family good family stuff ties into sports and not just like bad ownership groups. That's kind of cool. Yeah, we're we're fans of nepotism. Warranted nepotism. Warranted nepotism. Yeah, and I guess he he was the interim coach for the end of this season and the guys liked him. So they rolled with it. So, so yeah, con- congrats, Ryan. Congrats. Warriors are up three to nothing. Uh, did you s- scroll down on the sheet here, Jake? Did you see KD going 
getting into it on Instagram again? I did not. It's um, it's real weird. It's really weird. KD sucks. Um, so the Warriors are up three nothing. So the Warriors posted like the Warriors win. They're up three nothing, and this guy commented on it. Doubt us without KD. Doubt Curry, Clay, and Dre, and keep thinking Milwaukee's better. Y'all doubters and haters will see. I don't see that as a negative KD comment at all. He's just yeah. tell at all. He's just telling people like, you thought we couldn't win without KD. We can. Your doubters are wrong. KD responded to it. Very divisive, Mikey. Let's celebrate this win as Dub Nation. Fuck's wrong with you. Yeah. I think the only ones being divisive here is KD. The dude was just saying, he was telling like, he was he was saying good things about your teammates. Like they doubted that they could win without you. They did. Wasn't any shot at KD there. I I've said it before. I've said it again. The the guy. He spent his life playing basketball. Not being social, not hanging out. He spent his life playing basketball to get where he is today, to become one of the best basketball players ever. The guy's socially awkward, <laughs> and he's this weird millennial hybrid that, like, th- again, think about that, Jim. Like, you almost get it. Like, if someone was posting something that's like, yo, Kevin Durant's fucking terrible, this guy's awful. Like, I think everyone feels a little bit of that in them where they want to say, like, uh, nah, dude. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And like, if you if you're doing that, that's fine. But you're right. Like, why even get involved here? The dude wasn't be saying anything negative about you. He was just calling out the people that they doubt. Da- he's calling out the doubters. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. He's he'll do well in New York though. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, he's gonna crumble. We just talked about the New York media. It's it's gonna be such a mess. Excited. You think he's coming to New York? A lot of people do, right? Yeah. That yeah. it's that I mean, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be so, so bad. Yeah, it it will be bad. Um I mean, Jim, the the thing I mean, Kevin Durant is so good and the ineptitude of the Knicks has been so bad that even if the Knicks are just like good like that is going to be a breath of fresh air. So he's going to get a pass on a lot of it. There's going to be some bad ones, but I mean if he can play good basketball, this is what Knicks fans he he's going to be the best player in Knicks history. I don't care. I I th- I think that it's going to be such a nightmare. I think like 2 months in there's going to be some sort of incident with the media that I mean, we're seeing it with Cano. I tweeted, Cano's been doing this shit in Seattle for five years. Right. We haven't heard peep. His name was trending nationally on Twitter because he did it in one game on the Mets. Yeah. And for five years, we didn't hear a thing. That's Katie's out there in the West Coast. No one cares right now. And and it's still we still hear some things. That's what I'm saying. We still hear some things. So yeah, imagine that. Yeah, but it's also Golden, Golden State in the NBA is also different than Seattle and the MLB. Sure, they get a lot of attention, but not the scrutiny that he will get by his own. 
Like, the, he's still protected by his own. That's not... The, the issue isn't what everyone else thinks. The issue is what happens inside your building, and he's somewhat right. protected. And I, I, th- I'm th- I guess that's what I was saying. I, he's he's going to be literally the best player in New York's Knicks history. People will... Pr- New Yorkers will protect him as long as he gets buckets in the garden. Yeah, but one bad play, and then that room... It, I think it's going to be hilariously awful. Off the, off the court. Off the court. Uh, then this Joe Madden protest happened, which I made a video about. They actually they took away their protest. So I'll try to see if this is even interesting. Basically, the Cubs had a pitcher, uh, Carl Edwards, who planted his foot on the ground, like his whole foot, and stopped his motion with his foot on the ground after starting it. Which, according to the rule, is illegal. The rule says you cannot step with your foot, middle of your motion. Madden was told that he's not allowed to touch the ground. That's what Madden says. I was told he's just not allowed to touch the ground. That, and that's only according right. to Joe Madden. So I think he was told something wrong or he heard something wrong because that's not what the rule says. The rule doesn't say you're not allowed to touch the ground. The rule, just, the rule says you're not allowed to step. Right. And what Carl Edwards is doing, is it a step? Not really, but I can see why it's closer to a step because he fully well, stops. Didn't it Doolittle? Didn't your buddy Doolittle do it? That's the whole thing. But Doolittle just touched his foot to the ground, like just toe tapped. Right. You're you're getting it's getting into the definition of what a step is. Talk about that's a, well. That's that's exactly good what it baseball is. content. <laughs> Doolittle just and Doolittle didn't completely come to a stop in his motion, which Carl right. Edwards does. They're way different. But Madden just wants to be the smartest guy all the time and. He files under a protest, and in the end, he's wrong, and he takes the protest away. And I think yeah, he, they didn't even file it. Um, yeah, it, took, it just became t- McKean, but he took it away once it got cleared up that the rule is not you can't touch the ground. The rule is you can't take a step. Like it's a shady rule. You need to clarify what they mean by yeah. that. But Doolittle posted uh, Doolittle had a, a thread on it, which is actually pretty funny, and he was basically saying the rule was put in play to stop guys like Carter Caps who were jumping forward and right. basically crow hopping into a pitch. Uh, the rule was not made to stop toe taps. And he said even what Carl Edwards does should be allowed. So he, he did this whole thread, Jake, and he ends it with us. So much, so much of pitching is disrupting timing. And as long as the strike zone is the size of a cocktail napkin and the ball is flying out of ballparks at a historic rate, I think pitchers should be able to have a toe tap or hesitation in their delivery if they want. But I'm biased. Then he followed that up with the quote tweet from Drill that said, and another thing, I'm not mad. Please don't put it in the newspaper that I got mad. (laughs) Which is good. It's a lot of characters in the sports world. Yeah, I thought that was funny. He like did a very is a thread and just starts. So uh, I think Joe Madden looks like who Joe Madden is. Very smart guy that wants to let you know he's smart. Boom. Like if you were friends with Joe Madden, if he was in your friend group, right, he would be the guy no one likes. He's yeah. He's, I think I think some of it's an act. I think I think a lot of it's an act. He's a well actually guy. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they took the protest away, and Doolittle's my best friend. So there you go. So then now, now the truth comes out. 
I put a lot of lot of hard work into Got that. Got a best friend defender here. The breakdown I did, I came away with it, and I was like, that was a good one. That was some of my most solid work. Side by sides. I put the rules on there. I put the definition of step on there. Step. Did a lot of work. All right. Are we good? You want anything more? I don't think so. Ooh, halftime. John Hallwood just came into the chat. He goes, four in a row. What is this? <laughs> good question. Let's go Yankees. Good follow-up. Yep. Is this live? Yes. Yep. What about the Blues? You just missed the Blues, John. Sorry. You just missed Sorry them. Sorry about it. You just Are we doing them. Thrones halftime? Do you have things to say? I didn't watch, so I just, I just followed up. You didn't watch? Oh, then no, we can't talk about it. Well, I know everything that happened. Can't talk about it. Why? Talk about it with Joes later. Come on. Tell me your thoughts. I want to know your thoughts on it. I got it. no thoughts. Thoughtless. Why? I don't understand why you don't even have a thought. All right. Tell me what you think about the ending. Never had a thought. Uh, The ending was uh, the ending was okay. Um, It was just all how they got there. I mean, everything linked up to the past six episodes that weren't enough. And I mean, it's it's all out now. It was clearly they tried to do too much in a tight time frame and they they twisted how they could have where they ended ended up being pretty solid. But they just needed another season slash they needed to operate <laughs> episodes um, more usefully to get there. So, um, I don't know. They'll, they'll remake it in like five, ten years and they'll have a better ending. But I was uh, – so I just – I was watching my girl Miranda Ellis dominate on the, on the mound right. during this. But I was seeing some tweets. <clears throat> Brand the Broken is an awesome name. Yeah. And the six pack cinema guys just put a brand the broken shirt on uh, our store, so go check that out. Nice, but yeah, I'll, you get you got commented. That was one of your first Twitter posts that got commented in a while. I don't know what commented means. Like you, you posted. Has anyone said a good thing about Thrones? And you got almost more comments than likes. Oh, ratioed. Yeah, but I was asking a question. That was a genuine question. Right. Why didn't you watch last night? I have zero. I had zero interest in it. I told you that. Okay. We did this last week. I, I mean, I, I said I'll follow it along the same way I do the draft and the lottery. Like, I'll find out what happens, but I'm not going to dedicate an hour and a half to doing just that. All right. Um, Brand the Broken's an awesome name. And there was something else I read that Jon Snow, the, uh, the Jon Snow being uh, Aegon Targaryen, mm. was like the coolest secret or like, is it real? Is this just a theory? Is this real? Like in the history right. of television and for it to not amount to like that much in the end. Kind of yeah, boring. they they had I mean, there's three or four big things that just didn't add up because they didn't have time to add it up. Um, and it I, I literally think it's all tied to those nerds wanting to go get the Star Wars thing. Um, so they found this quick, you know, six up wrap up and they went for it. Um, but yeah, man, where they ended up landing wasn't that bad, but they just, they needed to do better. They needed to do better with the White Walkers. They needed to do better with Bran. Um, if if Bran could have been doing some subtle things along the way instead of just being full idiot for as long as he was and then getting the throne, I, they could have done some really cool stuff there. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I just think within the time frame, they had some misses. I think they still kind of had a decent enough story. Um, 
they just didn't didn't have the time to do well enough with it and and they they you know like you mentioned the the Super Bowl pregame episode that they did it's you look back and you're like well maybe we could have checked a box this episode instead of do, doing a pregame show yeah yeah so yeah that'll be making a couple years you'll come back you like it i don't think they're ever going to remake it but unless it's oh, like yeah. an animated series or something but that's I like mean, the they've most got f- i i think it's going to be the first show that they remake i think that's how much with and it ties into twitter and how much stuff is out there on the internet now that i think people you mean like not the first show. I mean, a lot of shows have been remade. No, 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 no. Uh, like, they're going to actually redo the ending. Like, they're going to call, like, a timeout. Cause, so they've got five prequels coming out, five different prequels. So that's probably going to take a decade or so. And then by the time that's done, people will be so jazzed up and still mad about how it ended that they're going to do, like, a, a Game of Thrones alternate ending. That'd be interesting, but I don't, I don't think it will happen, but we'll see. Now it's all Chernobyl. Got to watch Chernobyl. Yeah, I think that's going to be a bit, because that's what, a five-part miniseries or something? Yeah, I actually haven't watched. I have to, I have to watch. Yeah, that's just going to be a binge day for me at one point. I'm, well, that, I'm I, feel like that's that a, I feel like that's a sad binge day. Have a lot of those, babe. <laughs> Anything else? Dude, so that, so that girl, Miranda Ellish, that I was watching pitch for right. her, for uh, Texas, she yeah. was on Oklahoma last year. Oh, she she was on Oklahoma last year. Her coach got a job at Texas. She transferred with him. She threw a perfect game in the tournament last year for Oregon. She was on Oregon last year, Texas this year. Anyway, okay. Jake, so they the first round of regionals is uh, four teams um, bracket, right? So in two days, she pitched four games. Yeah. Softball is kind of crazy. And then did you see the umps lost lost track of the count breakdown I did? I didn't see that one, I don't think. It's, oh, yeah, uh, I see it now. It's got like 50K on YouTube now or something because this ump went brainless. You'd like it. So he goes like this, Jake. He goes, strike. The count was 0-1 on a swing. Calls the next pitch a strike. Strike. 1-1. One and, one. <laughs> and everyone kind of laughs. And it's like, it's 0-2, man. And the one umpire comes up to him and is like, it's 0-2. And, and he's like, really? Okay. He's like, yeah, you called it a strike. The coach is like, wait, I thought you just said 1-1. One and one. He's like, I did. He runs back to the ump. He's like, why is it 0-2 again? He's like, because you called it a strike, man. Strike. Uh, field ump runs in, and she goes, actually, it is 1-1. One and one. He's like, okay, whole shit. Let's all huddle up. Uh, what did I? problem. What did I call this pitch? And the field ump, who must be the crew chief, she goes, you called it a ball. I have it as a ball. I think you called it a ball, which means it counts one and one. There's replay. There's like cameras. So they go back and they're like, it's one and one. And the one ump who knew it was on two just kind of starts slinking to the back like Homer into the bush. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, boy, this is ugly. And the Houston coach who ended up being the losing coach just didn't play that much into it. Just stops arguing. She's like, I can't argue with the brainless person. Right. She's like, she opens her mouth to say like, and then just goes oh, and walks away. I've never seen an umpire just go so brainless to call yeah. the pitch a strike and then five seconds later say it was a ball. Crazy. Tough that was look. pretty fun. So anyway, all right, let's go on the, sto- the news. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. 
6 o'clock. Time for the news. Hostess is now selling ding-dong and Twinkie-flavored coffees. Just what everyone's been dying for. Thanks to autopilot, a cop stopped a Tesla whose driver was sleeping and drunk at the time. Ohio man threatens to kill Pizza Hut manager over a pepperoni dis- disagreement. Interested to see what that was. A thief stole a popcorn machine. That's the whole headline. A very low-speed tractor trailer chase ended with an arrest in Rancho Cordova. A loyal loyal Kroger shoppers held a vigil outside the closed Kroger in Dearborn. And a guy who blew $4,000 lowering his car is demanding his town now pay for the damages since he can't drive over the speed bumps. I read the news today, oh boy. And some, some good stories today. Oh, yeah. The weekend fills it up, man. So, um, hostess doing ding-dong and Twinkie-flavored coffees. Probably smart business move. I'm not going to buy it. I have no interest. Do you have... Do you have any interest in trying those flavors? Well, I think you said a lot of different words there, Jim. I, I think I think not all those words line up. Um, if one of these is presented in front of you, you're going to try it. Someone else would have to, like, buy it. Oh, they're, uh, no, they're um, Keurig. So I would have to be somewhere that, somewhere that they have a Keurig in that, and then, yes, I'd try it. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if that's interested in trying it, going out of my way to either get a cake. We Did you think these were coffee-flavored Twinkies? No. Oh, that was my hope at first. Um, because, again, I was it was just going to be the same thing. It was going to be like, no, I'm obviously not going to go out of my way to try this. But if it's in front of me, I'd say, yeah, sure. What do you got? The honey bun one is probably pretty tasty. But I don't like flavored coffee, so this doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, so this is this is not your realm. Um, good for them. Expand. We're talking about it. Media story. Yeah. I like to think this driver who appeared to be drunk and asleep in his autopilot got pulled over and was, was like, well, what's the problem? There's one reason I bought this car, and it's to get me home from the bar when I'm drunk and tired. Yeah. So... You're saying I can't sleep while the car drives me home? Pilots. Why would I have this car? Yeah, why would I have bought this car then? What a waste of a purchase. Pilots sleep while the plane's going through the sky. We'll, I mean, get, we'll get to the point where you can sleep in your car. It's, it's my old man dream. It's a living room on wheels, but... Um... Yeah, I'm not sure. We need a while to, A, get the public ready for that kind of thing, and, B, I, I still don't think Teslas are supposed to be used for that. I, I think they do say when you get the Tesla, you got to be awake while it's driving, um, which is But I will shit. say this, but, Jake. If he, um, was, if he was driving, like, he didn't crash into anyone. Didn't seem like he ran any lights. Like, it sounds like the car was doing a bang-up job. The cop just looked inside and saw right, a sleeping you can say guy. That about a drunk driver, though, too. <laughs> oh yeah, you can. <laughs> well, this guy was drunk. Yes. This happened in Denmark. I think this is in the Netherlands. Yeah, and there's a correction on the bottom saying that they didn't take his uh, 
his intoxication level and they messed it up the first time. So I don't know. They updated it within the post. So um, yeah, our arstechnica.com. Haven't, haven't been to this website yet, but now I have. Yeah. All right. This Ohio man threatened to kill the pizza hut manager over a pepperoni debate. Before we click this story, I haven't read any of it. Are you, do you think, whose side do you think you're going to be on? And what do you Ooh. think the debate is going to be about? Ohio man threatens to kill Pizza Hut manager over pepperoni. You got to lean, you're going to be on the Pizza Hut manager side. I think I'm going to be, oh, I don't, I'm, oh, man. I you might said be you on had the pick. I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be on the customer side. Um, it, do you think this is, he wanted extra pepperoni. They didn't put enough pepperoni. He likes the big pepperonis. They got the small pepperonis. Jimmy, this is your old biz, man. I, I'm surprised you're you're turning on him. You I'm used thinking, to be the guy on the other side of the counter getting threatened to be killed for pepperoni. I'm thinking he's saying he wanted no pepperonis, and they put pepperonis on his pizza, and then yeah. Oh, see, I'm I'm assuming it's going. Yeah, I, it would it would shock me if a manager of a Pizza Hut refused to give someone pepperoni. I'm thinking this guy was at either asking for massive amounts of pepperoni or I don't know. Let's get in there. He okay, so he wanted pepperoni on his pizza. Customer called complaining about the lack of pepperoni. So it's the opposite of what I said. He called to complain about the lack of pepperoni. Then the 31-year-old man came to the restaurant to escalate his complaint. Wow. He drove in and argued with the manager, then stated he would come around the counter and kill the manager, but he didn't want to be charged with robbery. Yeah, Jimmy, so this is this is unfortunately where there's no more defense, because how can you threaten to kill someone and then say you don't want to be charged with robbery? Well, he's robbing his life. No, well, uh, that's not how that... Uh... Well, yeah. I'd have to. I haven't been in the court of law for that, so I don't yeah, know. I don't but. know. The customer then left the store, went to the rear of his car, and appeared to take something out of the auto. Out of the auto. Who the fuck wrote this article? Yeah. Next, next, the customer walked to the store's doorway and stood there for about ten seconds, holding an object in his pocket that appeared to be a gun. Shut up. Um, I don't, the way that article's written makes me not believe that part of the story. But that's just me. They said they went over and arrested him afterwards. Yeah, I don't think you can threaten someone's life. So you don't think there was a gun? I think there maybe was a gun, but that sentence was written so stupidly. He took yeah, something, he, he appeared to take something out of his auto then stood there for 10 seconds. Who was counting 10 seconds? That's such an arbitrary small amount of time. Uh, and then he walked away. 10 and seconds it, is a long time if someone's got a gun in their pocket or you think they do. There's too many appeared. There's too many appeared to be's in that sentence. Okay. He, he appeared to take something out of his auto, and then he appeared to have a gun in his pocket. Like, yeah. oh, okay. So get out of here. I'm interested in the very low-speed tractor-trailer chase. I know you are. Nothing better than a low-speed chase. It's in San Fran, I think, Jim. Rancho Cordova. I don't know where that is. I would guess that's Southern California. 
well, the link is the SF gate. So that was that was my hint. But this is such a hot story; they could have just picked it up. Yeah, low speed chase. So he was on a tractor trailer. Oh, it's Sacramento County, so it is Northern California. Uh, and a call came in around 9.20 p.m. about a man erratically driving a tractor trailer on Sunrise Boulevard. When deputies tried to contact the man, he refused to pull over and kept driving, prompting the slow-speed chase. I guess it's really like they were just following him. That's what you would say. About 20, minutes later, about 20 minutes later, the man pulled over in the area of Citrus Road and Sunrise Boulevard, traveling barely a mile. I mean, that's kind of cool. Took took the cops on a low-speed chase. It's like a big yellow digger tractor trailer. I think I, I'm I'm not calling full bull spit. I mean, you're a guy that lived in the Bay. I, I went out there a few times to visit, whether work or pleasure. Never heard of Rancho Cordova. I think it's Rancho Cordova marketing. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some new real estate in Rancho Cordova. And they were like, hey, let's get something in this SF papers for people that are trying to leave the Bay. Okay. That's some real guerrilla marketing. It's outside of Sacramento. So it's, it's by Folsom, which is where uh, Credence Clearwater is basically from. Which is, it's kind of like, uh, it's very farmer, very farmer, that area of California. New residential buildings, I guarantee it. You think so? What, oh, yeah. My thing is the cops could have easily just pulled ahead of the tractor trailer and made right. him stop. But they that's were having. Pro- that's the problem with any low speed chase. <laughs> yeah. The problem is they just wanted to follow this dude. Let's see how long this goes on for. Like, that's how bored the cops were in Rancho Cordova. Yeah. They could have easily made this not a chase and just went around him and blocked him. But they wanted to slowly follow him because they want to have their fun, too. And I don't blame them. Just saying it's tough to call it a low-speed chase. We refuse to pull it over, man. Yeah. I was trying to look up Rancho Cordova, see if there's any new uh, buildings, but see if your theory holds up. But it doesn't look like Oh, there's, there's guaranteed a couple new, like those new home areas. What do you call those? Developments. Rested development. Okay. It looks like uh, Aerojet put in eight put in an eight hundred thousand square foot something to go on the market. I got blocked from reading it. I mean, oh. we've got the Colonial Estates out there, Leonard at the Highland Grove, Kensington Estates. It's uh, it's it's working, people. They got us again. Yeah, they got to put in a new Kroger. Kroger's going out of business. And in Dearborn, Michigan, they held a vigil for the Kroger that got closed down. I thought this was going to be a picture of a bunch of uh, hipsters in a parking lot, like just joking and holding a vigil. It's no. like a, there's a ton of people here, Jake. Like over. No, this. This is like a, this, a there's like a band playing. This is beautiful. Why why people from the Midwest are beautiful people. They are seriously saddened and mourning the loss of their town Kroger. It was a gathering spot for many years where you'd see your local neighbors and friends, and now it is no longer with us. 
Man, this is crazy because there's so, definitely some like teenagers and young people there taking videos and laughing about the whole thing. Right. Doing it ironically. And then there's some old people. Like there's a lady here that sounds like she's crying into a megaphone talking about. Oh, then there's a pretty news anchor talking now. There's hugging in the background. Yeah, they're very upset. This is a local landmark, Jim. You got to think about it like that. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've heard the name Dearborn before, so it makes me think it's it's not like this Kroger was the only thing in Didn't town. Didn't you but, lose your virginity to a Dearborn? Uh, a newborn deer. Um, that's what that's, it was. That's the common mis, miscon. Well, it was a misconception, but um, yeah, I mean, I I think everyone should be a little saddened today. I mean, this yeah. got covered on the news, Jim. Oh yeah, but like, what what do they think is going to happen? Another grocery store is just going to come in. <laughs> if everyone loved the Kroger so much, it wouldn't have gone out of business. Is my only thing I'd say. It's just, it's just these big cities holding down the little towns, man. I, I can't. I remember when Jewel Osco went out of business in uh, my Illinois town. And it bothered me because that was the only place I could get Yoohoo from. See? It's not popular out outside of the East Coast. And uh, then we have uh, the next idiot news segment. Oh, shit, Jake. We're running really long, huh? Looks like it. I did not realize this was going so long. Anyway, this guy spent $4,000 to lower his car. I might not have been recording. Oh, car got full at some point. So there's that. Okay. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Mondays. <laughs> we just kept going and going. We're at an hour 13 and we haven't done better the day. I had no idea. Hey, got to get no, it then. Here we better go. Better the day. Better the day. Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey Jakey made another mistake last Friday. He went 0-5 on the week after being 9 for his 10. He goes 0-5. A brutal week. Hopefully he can put that one in his rear view. Move on, looking better. But things are glum. 0-5. I unfortunately agreed with him on Friday, which I said was a dumb move, and it turned out to be a dumb move. The saddest news of all is he is now 20 and 22 in his basketball bets. These are the biggest smiles I've seen you had on John Boy Jake Radio. No, it's which not. Which is really disturbing. I'm not smiling. Which is really I'm not, disturbing. I'm not smiling. I'm not smiling. You had some <laughs> big smiles. He's still smiling. No, no, no. No, no, no. Remember when my hands got stuck earlier? The biggest of smiles. My mouth just got stuck. Uh, I'm trying to do the math, Jake. How many basketball games potentially are left? One. In one in the Golden State series, what's the Milwaukee series at? It's two to one. There's games there. There's finals. There's plenty of games, and you don't have to start doing turkey math like you that. You need at least Especially three. Especially when we get back, back to five hundred tonight with free money. You can't get back to five hundred tonight. I thought I was at five hundred and then just went down one. No, you. I just. I just. That's what I just told you. You're Who's at. Who's cooking the books here? 
You got twenty and twenty-two in the NBA. Oh my God! Now we're now we're. This is going to be one of those we're going to go back and count them up again, and then oh, Jake's three games over five hundred, which is fine. I'll I'll accept that at the time. Jimmy, hold on, for now, well, hold on. You were what? Golden ho- State minus three and a half. It's free money. Hour fifteen. Okay, Warriors, Rockets. Nope. <laughs> Warriors, Portland Blazers, and Warriors are are favored by three. 3-0, Golden State's favored by three and a half. It's in Portland. So it's, do you think Portland has any fight or do you think they don't? And they, I know you know the answer. They don't. They don't. They don't. You were above 500. I'm going to try and do this right. You were above 500 to end last week. You right. lost to go back to 500. And then you lost two more. You lost three NBA in a row last week. So, yeah, you're two below 500 right now. But you're going to be one away after today because that's... uh... Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I heard you were giving out free money. The Warriors, I mean... It's the Warriors. It's the storyline. It's going to be the Warriors swept the finals without Durant. Portland knows they're not going to win this series. Lillard says he's hurt. It's it's over. Good for the good for Portland if they come out and put up a fight to try and win this game, but also wasted energy. Yeah, and it's their wives are going to be so mad at them. Just get it over with. Go on vacation. Here's, here's a little a good good sports talk to end it. Every special team in history has something about them that makes them even more special. And that's why they're special. This golden state team, Steph, Clay and Draymond are playing nutso just to remind everyone that like they were the ones. Yeah. It's our Uh, shit. So yeah. Yeah. Sweep is happening. All right. Cool. That ends this episode of John boy and Jake radio. Sorry that we went so long, but thanks for hanging out and listening to the full thing. Aloe block taking us out. And uh, we will be back tomorrow. See ya. Well, let me tell you.